Hey, you've reached the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, we talk about Carl Reiner just a smidge, but we're really all about the micropenis and how sexy men are when they don't even realize it. This, plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great 4th of July weekend. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Stop looking at micro penises and listen to your sister. Paula. Thanks for wasting my Tuesday nights. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 476. We are sisters who podcast. <laughs> what? It's always you in my brain. I'm sorry. I, I know. know. Sorry. You're like Pavlov's dog. God, I'm just so OCD sometimes. After we do the Uggs, you start to salivate and you're like, we are sisters who podcast. It's like, I have to do it. If I don't do it, I have to rip my skin off. I feel like I should <laughs> ring a bell and give you a treat. God, it's ridiculous. Welcome to the, it is, the show drops on July 1st. I have to tell you that although this has been a slog of a year, I can't believe it's already July. Like it's already July. I don't even feel like I'm in the world. I told the kids <laughs> I'm moving to Germany. I know. I know. You're like, what country can I move to? Germany's not bad anymore, right? Well, I, here was the thing is, is I'm like, okay, I'm like, there are so many Air Force bases there. So if I lived in a little town just outside of the Air Force base, I could still, well, actually, I'd have to bring the Victor with me. That's that is a hurdle. <laughs> I could shop at like the PXs. So, I, you know, I could mm-hmm. get clothes and, you know, like Targety, Walmarty, all my items. They have a commissary, which is like a full blown grocery store. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that Burger King and all that stuff. And then, you know, it's pretty there. Yes, it's very pretty there. And the a lot dollar. Of, a lot of military goes there. I'm trying to think. I think the dollar, it's like 70, they're 75% to the dollar. So. It's actually cheaper. Oh, I, I do see. So it's 75 saying. cents to the dollar. To the dollar. Right, right. So. It's almost like women's pay. You know what? I had a conversation with Olivia about that. I said, look, maybe if you're a worker bee, I can see that being the issue, you know, the inequality between men and women's pay. I said, but Olivia, mm-hmm. I said, if you get in there and you take charge and you kick ass and you basically let them know you take no shit from no one. I said, you get paid what the fuck you want to get paid. I said, I've never been paid less than a man. And so, how do you know? Because I'm the HR person. And if oh. there's anybody else going on, I know what I'm getting paid. So I said, right. I've never dealt with that problem because if you get in there and you do a kick ass job and they like you, they don't give a fuck if you have a penis or not. Well, yes and no. If you have a penis, you're probably making a little bit more money, but you wouldn't know that. But that's that's the whole point is that you wouldn't know. Well, I mean, okay, yes, that's a problem for at the executive level, and that's a problem at the worker B level. The mid mm-hmm. the mid level where I was, not a problem. Everybody made okay. Anyway, my point is this: Carl Reiner died yesterday, and you and I know who Carl Reiner is. We mostly are familiar with Rob Reiner, his son. Carl Reiner died. He was 98. He lived as long and fruitful of a life as you could possibly try to have as a human on this planet. Hysterically funny. He's a little old for us, but there are some films that you and I like that he did. He did Summer Rental with John Candy. It's when he gets this horrific sunburn and they end up the, the first day they go in and they're in the wrong rental and it's this family and they're all dead. Stranger, and they're like, "We're sorry, we got the wrong 
what? I think it was like a black family. And they're just like, you know, it was just super funny. And so then they go and it's actually more of a shack that they're in. It's not that nice. So there's all of that. It's it's literally the great outdoors at the beach. It, literally the same movie, but it, they're both because John Candy. So hilarious. OK, sorry. I was just reading ahead. Um, mm-hmm. He was married to his wife for 64 years and yes. passed away in 2008. Yes. She was the lady. And he, when Harry met Sally, said, I'll have what she's having. Rob Reiner's mother. Yes. Iconic. When they, got, when they got married, he was 21. She was 29. I know. She robbed the cradle. She was a bit little of a little minx. But I th- I'm thinking about a 21-year-old guy and just like, well, look at the likes of her. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, she'll do. He also produced The Jerk with Steve Martin. And he actually did a lot of movies. He did four, I think, four movies with Steve Martin. And it is a little before our time, but I do remember watching them as a little younger. And then as we got older, of course, I was able to watch The Jerk, which is one of my most favorite films. All of Me, The Man with Two Brains, those, those are, that was kind of his world. Before that, I mean, obviously we were not alive. I don't even think our parents were alive when he started doing stuff, but. Yeah, I had to start looking at the list around 19, mm-hmm. uh, I think I started right around summer school, 1987. So those yes. first like 20 movies, I had no idea what they were. Right. But he's, he was. Very, very, very funny and very, ta- obviously, brilliant, talented. He he acted quite a bit as well. Mel Brooks was his best friend. But the, the jerk is probably, I would, I mean, I don't know if anybody would agree or disagree, but I would say that the jerk is his godfather. It's like the, the movie that can kind of be the crown jewel of his career, at least mm-hmm. to me, because Steve Martin was so brilliant. See, and then, you I know, only really recognized him from the Ocean's Eleven movies. Well, he was in it. Yeah, he didn't produce those. He acted in those. Yeah, no, sure. I really yes. liked him in yes. those. And, but oh, that's, yeah. the, that's the only way I recognized him, because yes. when I saw his picture, but, you know, to be perfectly honest, I had no idea Rob Reiner was his son. Like, yes. And br- like, brilliant. Oh, and Rob so Reiner's I'm just like, this guy must have been fantastic. In yeah, fact, I'm reading for sure. these things are really sweet. So, I mean, fantastic that he got to work with his son. That's always probably mm-hmm. a great thing. Oh, yeah. It says also that he died uh, surrounded by his family and he was yeah. one of the oldest celebrities still active on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I followed Carl Reiner on Twitter. You did? Oh, absolutely. Very funny man. I wonder what he said. I know. So well, he just he's just he was so brilliantly funny. And, and never lost his wit. And I just love that. I I hope that we're like that. I hope that we're older and still funny and mean and all of that stuff. Oh, speaking of, it was so funny. So, you know, uh, Mackenzie and Malia both work at this cafe, the, ba- the mm-hmm. French cafe bakery. And the owner is a French chef. And so <laughs> when when Mackenzie started working there, he, her last name is Minor, like a coal miner. Mm-hmm. But he, ca- he pronounced it meaner because... I guess for French, he thought that was how you pronounce it. She goes, no, it's minor. And so he goes, oh, okay. So now he still calls us meaners. And he's like, (laughs) and Malia goes, why do you call us meaner? He goes, it's because you're so mean. Yeah, I I was just going to say it's appropriate. Yeah, it is. And so the other day, they're, they're looking for more front counter people. And I and he goes, but he wants older people. He wants like 30 plus. <gasps> Are you going to apply? <laughs> well, I told I told the girls, I said, if he gives you any more lip, tell him I'm coming in. I'm working for free and he's going to have to deal with all three of us. And we'll own that cafe by the end of the week. Ladies, we will own it. As soon as your periods sync up, all those pastries <laughs> will deflate in the front window. 
It's like, he goes, he goes, you think you think you can handle two meaners? Try handling the queen meaner. Yeah, right. I'm coming in. Your pastries will be deflated and you'll sell nothing. <laughs> Until you straighten up. So anyway, uh, I thought, but yeah, so Carl Reiner, although a little b- before our time, we can appreciate his son for sure. And some of the movies that we are familiar with as well. And and a lot of the ones that he acted in too, you're right. I, I knew he was in some that I really enjoyed. But Rob Reiner is is my favorite, of course. He's done so God, much. You know what? He is a brilliant guy. Oh, Man. he's so good. And let's he started off as Meathead on All in the Family back in the sixties. <laughs> well, everyone has their humble beginnings. We all do. I mean, even uh George Clooney was in Facts of Life. So Well, even we were in our living room, so That is true. Sitting in front of our computer, judging the Miss America pageant with one microphone that sounded like garbage. Whatever house had the glass uh, or the Mm -hmm. mirror closet doors was a godsend because (laughs) we could actually see ourselves. God, (laughs) so true. So true. The other day I was taking a shower. It was a long one because I had to shave everything. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the kind where you keep tapping the hot water over because it's turning cold. Yeah. But apparently my singing got a little out of control because... Ryan was back in his bedroom, which is quite far, and he said he had to shut his door because his friends are like, what is that? Oh, God. <laughs> and, I, I was, and they're like, what were you doing? And I'm like, well, if I'm being honest, I was trying to say, like, if I was auditioning for The Voice or or American Idol, I'm like, I think I would. No, it was The Voice. You're right. It was The Voice. I love And the I'm voice. just like, I would do this one. And then I like hit a certain note and I'm like, that would be at the chair turner. And I'm like, I bet you Adam Levine would be like, Psh. well, Adam Levine hasn't been on for a couple of years. Oh, that's right. I That's fine with me. I can't. Stand it's Nick Jonas. Him. Oh, no, I can't stand him either. Nick Jonas is now and he's really good, by the way. Okay, You know what? I, I this bothers me. What? Every time I see the Jonas Brothers, I still think they're like 18 years old. Like, no, when will that change? Aren't they in their 30s now? I think they're in their 20s. It's just that they they got married and um they're just really successful. They're like the Osmonds or something. I don't even know how to they, they're like they never age. I know because every they even add s- they even add facial hair and it doesn't matter. It doesn't help. You I know, know they still look like children. The junior high schoolers with facial hair. It's like it's you know weird. the one kid that comes to school with a mustache to be like gross. What are you doing? <laughs> and you mother, know what? Did your mother see you this morning before you left for school? First of all, those children that go to school with mustaches. They're so wispy thin. They look like little wisps of bangs. They're not even like real mustache hair yet. Well, sometimes I wonder if it's actually a mustache or if it's just a bunch of hair underneath the skin. You know I what don't I mean? Know. I, yes. But I can't. It's not like I'm going to get close enough and be like, "Excuse me, can I can I look at your lip?" <laughs> well, I wish somebody would just pull them aside and say, "Look, I really get that you're proud of the fact that you're growing facial hair at the ripe age of 13, but here's the thing: you need to shave it so it will come in thicker and coarser. You can't do this." But sometimes, I mean, they are really tall. Like I've seen, it's like know, a cartoon. Like the first day of seventh grade, and there's like you know the six foot, you know, 250 pound kid walking into ryan's math class and i'm just like i'm like is that wait who is, is that, that the teacher I'm like, i mean did he forget to go to work today or does he know he's in se- he's in the seventh grade math is, class or like, is he, he looks like he's about to retire did he tap in for his son what's going on know, right god that's crazy yeah. i'm like he doesn't need to be in math he needs to be going to you know charles schwab to talk about you know his future his retirement <laughs> 
it's so weird too that is the weirdest time in puberty for for men for boys specifically girls it's just a it's just a collage of variety of things and girls are just so fucking mean in middle school but boys they go from teeny tiny like super short and just perfectly compact to lanky with these giant Adam's apples that are sticking out and they're like, Ooh, you know, I they know. talk weird, you know, they are smelly and they're sweating all the time it's, I know, and they always I look don't dirty. Like the kid I just described, he could be walking up to school with, he could be 13. He'll be walking with a fellow 13 year old who weighs mm-hmm. like, you know, 65 pounds. <laughs> He's probably, you know, as tall as, you know, a six year old. Right. And his backpack's bigger than he is. Mm -hmm. And they're walking to class together and you're just like, what is that? Like, there needs to be a song about that. Like, my buddy. No, I mean, not that one. My buddy. Wherever he goes, (laughs) I go. That's a toy, Paula. (laughs) Yeah, boys definitely have a challenge in middle school. No doubt. But it's just like, oh, who's that? Oh, that's my best friend. You're just like, oh. he's like, he's 30. No, I'm older than him. Actually, they're like, actually, I'm six months older than him. Like, oh, OK. Yeah. But then yeah. when the little six year old talks, he's like, hi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that's exactly. my friend. That's my friend, Eric. Exactly. Just like, oh, hi, Eric. Hi, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> I know. It's like weird hormones, people. Speaking of boys, not boys, but men. I don't know how I got on this. I literally have no idea, but somehow it's my algorithms are so fucked up now that I'm avoiding all things news that I'm getting all these random, really random articles. And I came across this article about women and their experiences with micro penises. Micro penis. That's that's a legit condition. Okay. You call it a condition too. So did Dale. He goes, is that a condition? Is that like a legitimate condition? I'm like, I don't think it's a condition. Are you just talking, are are you talking about just men with really small penises or like the legit micro penis? A legit, a micro penis is a real thing. It is basically in the descriptions of this article, a micro penis essentially is like a baby carrot. Or a thumb size. Yeah. The thing Facebook thought I posted and why I got banned for three days. Exactly. Women who have had sexual experiences with micro penises. And so uh, the other night, uh, (gasps) Daryl... Stop looking at photos and no, listen I'm to me. I'm not looking at photos. I was usually, I was look, looking at the symptoms. An adult penis is considered abnormally small only if it measures less than three inches yeah. when erect. Yes. Wow. Yes. So with that being said, Daryl and I were sitting outside just chilling, relaxing. And I turned to him and I said, do you know anyone who has a micro penis? Mm. And he said, uh. If I do, I've never seen it, if that's what you're asking. Or I don't know if I know anybody with a micro penis. I'm like, well, Paula, I'm listening. Please listen. I just, I just stop looking. And I was like, oh my God. Stop looking at like- micro penises and listen to your sister. It looks like a fleshy tic tac. I know. <laughs> I know. And so, anyway, he goes, I don't, I don't know. And I said, well, I was just curious if you would have. Do you? I want to get to that. Um, yes, actually, I did date somebody who had a micro penis. Uh, and dating is a very loose term. <laughs> I wouldn't call it that at all. Anyway, so this article had stories of women who have had sexual experiences. And so I wanted to read you a couple. And then I'm going to tell you what Daryl said, because I thought it was really interesting, a man's perspective on this. First of all, I just want you I want it to be said that if you, you know, a micro penis is tragic only if you allow it to be tragic. It's not the be all end all, honestly. 
So this one lady goes, I dated a guy with a micropenis for two years and he was fantastic in bed. So it was never really an issue. We mostly learned what positions worked best because of his size. He had great stamina. So we'd routinely have sex for hours at a time. One of the pros of his smaller size, thinking back, he was probably one of the best lovers I ever had which I found interesting. And this lady, I assume it's a woman, yes, is she said, I slept with a guy who had a micropenis. He was gorgeous. And you know, the sex was pretty great. I think that due to his perceived inadequacy, he worked really hard, no pun intended, to please (laughs) me. Most guys just jackhammer you and roll over, but this guy took the time to understand my sexual taste, which in itself turned me on. We saw each other a few times and I continued to have fun. Then one day his girlfriend came home and caught us in the act. He had told me he was single. He had two ladies? Moral of the story, dicks come in various shapes and sizes, but in the end, a dick's a dick. Wow. I Okay, so I was asking Daryl about this and I'm like, Interestingly, and this was only two of like 20 stories I read. And interestingly, the thing that was the same is that with the exception of one person who and it didn't work out sexually because he was so consumed with the fact that his penis was so small that he couldn't get over it. And so he couldn't even get erect. So it didn't work out for them. But all the other ones, the women said the same thing. They're like, he was so incredibly talented orally and with his fingers. And he was really willing to make sure that I had several orgasms. And then when we did have sex, it really wasn't that big of a deal that he wasn't that big because he still got off regardless of the size he still got off it just what i was already so satisfied and they were so much more adventurous than an average size penis that they may have experienced in their past and so i asked daryl i go isn't that fascinating that men with this detriment that you know in the world people would think is just a tragedy they actually become better lovers because of it he goes yeah it's kind of like when you're blind and all of your other senses I become heightened. (laughs) (laughs) I died. I was like, I said, oh, is that what it is? He goes, well, yeah. That's an automatic response. These people, that's a learned behavior. These people. (laughs) They just, they're compensating. They naturally become better at, you know, oral sex and fingering. They're just compensating because, you know, one of their senses is is not there. I was like, okay. So what? Guys with unusually large dicks can just suck at everything else because they're just like, look at my massive dick. Well, Paula, I I, I feel no need to go down on you or touch you in any way because you will be be enjoying this as soon as you hop on me (laughs) yeah well i have to say i have had both and i will say that the large penis person it was not nearly as fulfilling the micro penis person he was not like a baby he was not a baby carrot but he was definitely less than three inches and or barely three if anything it was three i remember feeling like it was a pencil it was so tiny and i didn't think anything of it but he worked so hard orally and every other way before he would even bother to enter me in any way whatsoever and so i have to say that i agree that their decision to be as exceptionally satisfying as possible to their partner is forefront Because they know that they may be lacking in other places. And so you can't rely on the penis to get you off. And by the way, most women don't automatically have orgasms with penetration anyway. 
they say actually only like 15% or 20% do. Most yeah, and, don't. And honestly, the only way that I will have an orgasm via penetration is if I've already had an orgasm some other way. That's basic uh, for me. I can, because that's how you do multiple. So mm-hmm. anyway, I found it fascinating. And have you ever experienced anyone really, really like less than four inches? There was this one guy in particular that he had like been after me for years. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I had been married for a really long time. Sure. So when I finally got divorced, he was like, he literally called me like within weeks. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you can come over. Well, he had always alluded to the fact that he was just this fantastic lover and, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, a good time would definitely be had. And like, I, I just was always under the impression because I, I think I was led to believe that, you know, he was well endowed and all this stuff. So I'm just like, well, this sounds like it, it's it's promising. But anyway, I wound up going down on him and... <laughs> He was, he just kept saying how nervous he was. And I'm just like, why do you keep telling me that? Because I was mm. young and kind of naive at the time. Sure. So I didn't get, get it as code as far as like, I'm not hard. <laughs> so, right. So I pulled it down and I looked at it and it just looked like a long gummy worm. And I oh, was just geez. like, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And so <laughs> I kind of... How understanding and kind of you. <laughs> so I didn't say it out loud, but in no, my mind, I know. I was, but of course, you know, my face can't lie. So I kind of looked at him and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? You know? And so I put it in my mouth and I just kind of felt like I was gnawing on a, oh no, like a fleshy oh, gummy no. worm. And I'm just like, I'm like, I can't even engage this. Like, what am I supposed to do? You know, oh, God. I felt like I was pulling on the end of a balloon or something like that, you know? And so, <laughs> yes. It just took a long time. And I'm like, you know, at the time I was like 24, 25. I weighed like 100 pounds. I had like size mm-hmm. C tits. And so I'm just I was like total bombshell blonde. And I'm like, look, dude, it doesn't get better than this. So, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know what you're waiting for. Like a miracle. He, you know what? He was just so obsessed with his penis size. I'm like, I am naked and straddling you. And I don't Nothing's know what mo- I, I pulled out all the stops. I, I don't know what I can do for you. It's like the one guy I was telling you the story that I read. He was he just was so obsessed with the fact that he wasn't a normal sized penis that he couldn't do anything and it's it's unfortunate because uh, most men tend to compensate because they want to get laid and they want to have a good time and that's sex is supposed to be super fun not this super i mean the second you get mental it's over like you can't well, enjoy it what happened is he's just like i'm sorry i'm just i'm nervous and he says yeah. well okay so he was married but uh, at the time, I had zero respect for marriage. And so I, know. I remember he's like, I've married. I, I've just never done anything like this before. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, OK, I'm, well, that's total bullshit because <laughs> you've been hounding me for I years. Said, I've known you for years. And so did my ex-husband. And he's mm-hmm. told me about your guys's various outings. And I know you've done this multiple yes. times. This has nothing to do with anything. So I'm like, there's no reason to try to save face here. I mean, we're here this is supposed to be happening you know did it happen did you did you ever fuck him it took like almost two hours oh my god i would have called it well at that point i started to like doubt my skills so i was just like okay no this is gonna happen because i'm just like i am better than this now you're invested well i was determined because i'm just like if i don't get this done then I've failed as an individual. And so (laughs) I'm like, you know, he's in his forties. I'm like, that's not that old. And 
I said, I am good looking. I know that. And I do have decent skills. I know mm-hmm. that. So, and I, and I said, and I'm decent looking. So sure. what gives? And so eventually he did. And then he came in two minutes. Oh God. <laughs> so that's when I pushed him off me. And like, this was an utter waste of my time, but at least I completed the task. He hopped in the shower. I put on my robe. I, I gathered his things and he got dressed and he was just like, gosh, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry. Blah, 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 bumbling around. Ugh, and he came God. into the living room. I had my front door wide open and I had his keys in my hand and I'm like, get out. <laughs> that seems he fair. Put, he dropped his head to his chin and then he just took his keys and walked out. And like, I slammed the door. Suck! God, I'm like, thanks for worst. wasting my Tuesday night. God, that's annoying. As I hell. wish I could say not my worst Tuesday night, but it was my worst Tuesday night. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So and then the, the, the oh, and the other thing is that a lot of the men who have micro penises are stunningly gorgeous. They all yeah. said they're like, he was so drop dead gorgeous. And then, you know, he's like, yeah, I got a micro. Penis. It's like they're confident because they're cute. And so it's like this massive compensation for the for the lack of a bulk of penis it's very it was fascinating it was fascinating i was very surprised by the results of these stories this guy was not stunningly gorgeous either clearly he sounds like a dud that reminds me i was reading an article like i said weird articles i read this not article but it was another one of these types of things where they got women's input on uh, this is very heterosexual so it is what it is about things weird unsexy things that men do that turn us on and i agreed with a lot of them one was that confident way when they back up a car and they put their arm on the headrest behind you and they back i think that's sexy um i just love the way they are able to uh, daryl can daryl can parallel park with ease and he can also and he does that thing too where when he turns behind to back up something he'll put his arm on my headrest to turn around and look Uh and he's so good at it and and every single time every single time i say something to him every time i'm just like i just love the way you do that it's so weird (laughs) it's so weird i agreed with like the guy where they they call it shooting the uh, shooting the cuff they call it shooting the cuff and what that means is when they go to look at their watch where they shoot out their arm to push the cuff back by shooting out their arm to look at their watch (laughs) i do admire men who wear watches the other one was, and I agree with this, it came up more than once when uh, your man wears his hat backwards, his baseball hat backwards. That is cute. Oh, God, I love that more than it's it is the number one turn on. I love it. I used to make Daryl wear a hat backwards when we had sex. I loved it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it so much. Ugh, it's my favorite. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Stretching while standing. You know what? That was another one. They said the morning, the guys, when they get up and do their morning arm stretches. And I'm like, if they're just standing or like, you know, when they're like leaning against the door jam and they're just like, I don't know why that that does something for me. Watching guys fix stuff at home is sexy. Wearing a plain black (laughs) T-shirt. Yeah. You know, well, if it's a little tight, I like I like that. I think Daryl looks good in in tighter black tees. But I mean, it's very rare that he does it but uh yeah there is weird shit like that that is sexy though for sure somebody said they thought it was sexy when a guy's really when a a guy has swagger when he walks into the room like he doesn't give a shit who's looking at him 
I've never really dated guys like that. All the guys I know think they have swagger because they're kind of assholes. <laughs> a nice low voice. Okay, I'm not even going to lie. Like, if you talk to someone on the vo- the phone and they just naturally have, like, a deep voice. Hello. It's, yeah. It, oh, God, it's... Well, Daryl <laughs> kind of has, like, that deeper voice, like, yeah. tone about it. He does. And... Street. And I have a, I've had a friend who just, yeah, like when you talk to him, they're like, Hey, what's going on? I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, how do you get it that low? <laughs> uh, I know. I know. It is true. It is true. And then there was another one that said, you know, how they treat their kitten, how, if they have a kitten, you know, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not that it's the, what is this? A playgirl spread? I don't care about that. That it's just, and it's weird stuff that can get you like, Oh God, you're so hot when you do that. You know, whatever it is. But there's a lot of shit they, they, you know, it was funny. And some of the comments were like, wow, the bar is set really low for men, isn't it? (laughs) Accents. And that is just not fair. Have you ever dated someone with an accent? No. (sighs) No, I never have. Not even like a, a, like a foreign accent, just like a. Like a Southern accent? Or, or yeah, just any kind of. I actually. Around the American. Here's a really, really weird story. I was 16, and at the time, there was a all-ages club at where the California State Fair is held, and they called it Paradise Beach. And you could go there on almost any night of the week during the summer, and they would sometimes have, like, one-hit wonders come and, and, and perform songs. But it was mostly dance, and it was mostly, like, you know, pop music and stuff. And everybody could come, and so me and all of my friends, we would go... And shockingly, my mom, our mom let me go for some reason. I I don't understand it to this day. Because you had a different life than us. She did allow it. And so there, there was uh, some friends that we knew from school and somebody's cousin came to visit from Louisiana. I cannot remember his name anymore, but he was really, really cute. And he had a hardcore Louisiana accent, almost Mm. Cajun, but not. He was very Southern and he had the best body I've ever seen for a 16 year old in my life. I was like, how does this boy have these muscles? And he's so got a good chest and, but he was like a farm boy. And so I was in love immediately because he was unlike anything around our hell hole of a town. I know he thought I was cute. And so I was like, awesome. I nailed him. Nobody else got him at me. It was great. We danced all night. We kissed, you know, and then he ultimately left because it was towards the end of summer. We were pen pals for almost two years. How fun. Yes. We never saw each other again, obviously. And things start to drop off once you are, you know, older. But we were pen pals for a really long time. And I couldn't believe it because I thought he was maybe lying that maybe he's from Sacramento or, you know, you know, you just never know with boys. But he Mm -hmm. was legit from Louisiana. And we wrote letters to each other all the time. And it was just this weird thing. It was a very weird thing. We ultimately were just more friends than anything else but uh yeah he was really fucking cute i wonder whatever i'm just wondering what happened to him now that i'm thinking about it i can't remember his name yeah isn't that the worst no i've always found accents just particularly like i don't know why they just give me the shivers like even oh, yeah. you know <clears throat> if you're on a business trip or someone comes in from business you know mm-hmm. like you have clients or something like that and they're from like the east coast or something oh they yes. just have like those strong like either boston new york or new york bostonian or, you know, or new york accent something yeah. kind of accents 
and you know, especially if they're guys and they're like in suits oh, yeah. and things like that, you're just like, God damn. Like, you yeah, know, it's you just, know what? I would agree with you. And they may not even that. be that attractive. I mean, they could be like freaking Tony Sopranos or something, <laughs> that, you know, some 50 year old with who's bald, but I'm just like, I want to do you. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're right. East coast accents are sexy. Well, it just makes you out of, I don't know. I automatically think they're just, I'm like, you're like, you know, 65 more percent manly than anybody in this building right now. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't I either. Just, I just feel like, you know, you're going to pull out a gun and shoot the bad guys. You know? I hear you. Well, that makes, just, that ex- that's definitely true. You're right. Accents are, they can't yes, be hot. They no are doubt. very, very hot. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. So really quick before we move on. So Ryan Seacrest broke up with his girlfriend again. Did you know he had a long-term girlfriend? Okay, I'm confused because they said of eight years. And I'm just yes. like, whoa, wait, wait. I thought he dated Juliana Huff for a while. Well, he might have, but he, apparently this girl, and I can't remember, it was like Hannah or Kel- Kaylee or something. They were on and off and they break up and then they get back together and then they break up. So they've done this three times. So apparently they have broken up again. He's in Cabo with a mystery girl and nobody knows who it is. And he's, you know, canoodling with this woman. And it's definitely not this long-term girlfriend. And then I guess there was a confirmation. Yes, we have officially ended things again. Okay, so I don't understand because it said he started dating Juliana Huff April 2010. Mm-hmm. And they broke up March 2013. Okay. Well, that was seven years ago. But he's been seeing this person for eight. Yeah, because they've been off and on. So I think that in, in the in-between phase is probably when he dated Huff. Like, this was not, like, break up for a month and get back together. Like, they were, like, specifically, they were very much broken up for many, for a long time. And then they would reunite. And then they'd break up. So, it's, like, this, it's this long, arduous relationship. I'd be over it. I'd be over it. I'm, like, I wasted eight fucking years on this. I'm done. I am is, done. Is her name Sh- Shayna Taylor? Maybe. I don't know. I don't. Okay. I can remember the name. I, I, I'm so confused. But... All I know is that he is now in Cabo re- recovering from his strange meltdown he had on American Idol. I hope he's getting better. They said it was pure exhaustion. I'm like, have we learned nothing from Dick Clark and his strokes? Ryan, take a take a break. I mean, you're going to get really? one if you don't knock it off. Lower your blood pressure. And there was another COVID divorce. Dr. Dre's wife, Nicole Young, who's 50, Dr. Dre's 55, has filed mm-hmm. for divorce after 24 years of marriage. Did they say why? Irreconcilable differences is what she filed against. Well, that's all they give you. Well, I just, you know. <laughs> Trust me, if there were more options, there'd be a lot more boxes to check. God, no kidding. It's like, oh. Irreconcilable differences, my ass. He's a dick and he cheats. <laughs> Well, she apparently was married to an NBA guy before, and he's been married once before, I think. But they were, 24 years is a long time. I always wonder what has to happen after like 20 years for there to be a divorce. Like, I mean, we've discussed it in the past where it's like, well, maybe it was really great for a time and then they went through a rough patch and then they just never recovered from it. And then they call it call it quits. But it's that's a that's a long ass rough patch. But COVID, man, I just think they're stuck together. People never really know what goes on in a marriage be- other than the people involved. Sure. I think. Of course. A marriage to one couple is not the same marriage to another couple. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
maybe they're on again, off again, or, you know, maybe they spend a lot of time apart or, you maybe. know, because they were having problems and then maybe it's good for a couple weeks or a couple months. And then, well, it's just like, it goes bad. And so, I mean, you couples can do that for years. Uh, forever. Know? They can do it till they die. It's Until crazy. finally they're just like, you know what, why, why are we doing this? Like, we have so much more life to live. We don't need to be doing this. We could actually find people that we really enjoy spending time with all Before the time. Before we're old. Well, and not only that, but I mean, maybe she just turned 50 and decided, I'm done with this shit. Or maybe <laughs> their kids are finally older. And oh, they have adult. Like, you know yeah, what? they have adult children. Yeah. So maybe they're just like, well, the kids are finally old enough. You know, we don't need to do this anymore. Dr. Dre's a billionaire, basically. So it's not about the money. This is not about the money. And by the way, no prenup. And they live in California. So it's not about the money. I, uh, but I don't think that's going to matter. Any. I mean, I it mean, nobody it. likes nobody likes to lose their wealth. But I mean, to, he's he's not going to be hurting. No. And well, if he's she. a decent person and they've been together. Well, Dr. Dre's been rich for a really long time. But, I mean, some people don't hurt too bad about it because they might feel like, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today without, you know, the sacrifices well, that we made. we're also making an assumption that she has zero income of her own. I'm sure she's fine. I mean, she looks like a model. She's gorgeous. So maybe I'm sure she has her own enterprise. You know, Dre is, you know, they're brilliant business business minds. So I'm sure that she's got her own stuff. But anyway, I was just like, God damn, another COVID divorce. And I'm blaming it on the COVID because my guess is they have to, there's no travel. There's nothing you can do. No amount of money in the world can get you away from anyone. And they are stuck. And once again, <laughs> COVID delivers a death blow onto a marriage. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Gosh, there has been. A lot. I wonder how many there's been so far. The article I read, they noted uh, like four that that were that were prominent but there's i mean I'm, almost every week i tell you about another one so it's quite a few it's crazy so we're sorry about your marriage that's terrible nobody likes to see a marriage end so you know we'll see i'm sure there will be another uh later so let's do let's move on let's move on to our ugly and awkward moments of the week history edition i found these to be hilarious these are siblings who came across their siblings search history on the internet oh my god shared computer you know when you're all kids you all have the same computer at home so this first one may i have three of them this one was really funny it says so my little brother when he was around seven ish had a search history of naked women and such and when my mom found out and confronted him he started to cry and said he just wanted to be like jack from titanic by drawing naked women and he showed her his few pages of his attempted drawings Aww, <laughs> isn't that the most sweetest innocent thing ever Showing the attempted drawings is adorable. I just, I'm sure he, you know. You know what? Or he could be a clever little shit and just like had that as his backup story. At seven? If he ever got caught. Oh, seven. That's okay. second grade. No way. He wasn't being clever. He was legit trying to drop photos like Jack on Titanic because his sister probably made him watch it a million times. Okay. Near, Okay. You know what? Whenever I see Celine Dion, I just get angry. <laughs> Why? Because she's so thin? She just looks like an alien with something. I don't know. She just looks like she creeps around like 
all pointy. Like maybe uh, she's got a lot of sharp edges. Insect slash alien like like. Uh, I don't know. I'm surprised they haven't fashioned some kind of like cartoon after her, like mm. an anime. You know. Yeah. Kind of, something there are some know. there are some celebs where they definitely look like animal creature like you can see their animal version like forever she does, like that tall hair that's kind of like like slicked back and yeah she I'm does like, what are you doing she definitely do- looks a bit giraffe-ish or something i don't know if it's because she's like super artistic or canadian or i don't know, I don't know. she's very thin with a lot of sharp there's not a lot of round suppleness about her she's very edgy very edgy you know in her looks yeah, I don't know. um well you know like lionel richie looks like a cricket right <laughs> i mean everyone knows right I, I never really thought about that really he's got such a long face i just thought everyone thought that well i've never thought about a cricket with like you know perfectly curly black hair either well what's know? who's the one singer who looks like a camel um that one she's whitney houston's aunt I can't remember her name right now. Cicely? No, uh, I can't remember. Anyway, she looks like a, she's got these really flared, like weird shaped nostrils. And she has Gail? real, really big eyes. And she looks like a camel to me. And I'm not making fun. I'm not like saying that. I'm just saying that's what. No, I mean, it's a compliment to say someone looks like a camel. <laughs> it was when I was a kid. It was when I was little. I used to think these things. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Like, no, it's good to look like a camel. Oh, geez. That's why they call things camel toe. It's beautiful. A lot of guys like that. Oh, God. Well, Will Ferrell looks like an animal. He doesn't look like an, you know, he, 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 to me, looks like some kind of like crazy lion. I don't know. Like this weird, wild, rogue lion. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. You don't think that. People look like animal. I'm alone in this. No, I've never really thought about it that way. There was this lady on Worst Cooks in America, and we paused it for a long time last night because we couldn't really (laughs) figure out what she looked like. We all said platypus, but then we realized there's no such thing as just a platypus. There's only duckbill platypus. Oh, she didn't have a duckbill. (laughs) No. And so then we're like, well, what else is? But now that you've said camel, Mm. I'm going to go tell everybody it's a camel. That's what she Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. She's had so much plastic surgery. Oh. She's kind of got like the Donatella Versace look. Oh, yeah. You know? Excessive fillers. It's like camel like, though. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to look at like the dark eyes and. Well, like uh, the the chef, uh, the chef, uh, the chick. What's her name? Amberell. Amberell looks like a cockatiel. Totally. (laughs) To me. Yeah. I thought she was more dolphin-like. But no, I mean, she looks like a know. cockatiel to me. But anyway, my point is, is I, I think I do this a lot, and I didn't realize it until I'm just telling you now. Forever, I Well, maybe that's that. a hobby for you. You should, like, you know, make a book about celebrities and name their, their like, pet version. <laughs> I'm sure it will be completely embraced by Hollywood. I'm sure they will just love that. And donate the proceeds to, like, you know, I don't know, <laughs> Habitat for Humanity. No, that's for people. Uh, I don't know animal crisis center i don't know i don't Cheetah. know what there is for animals I yeah forget. i don't know it would be funny though i don't know what that is that's so odd okay all right here we go so here's the next one uh i found my sister joined one of those facebook groups it was called anything is a dildo if you're brave enough <laughs> what the fuck that okay so hard 
I would join that just Me to too. see what people do. Okay, I just to note, I had to dis and join or whatever you want to call it that parasite page, Jamie. Oh, if I saw another worm <laughs> that someone pooped out, I was gonna puke. <laughs> what? They show their were, poo. I don't even know if they just show these little secretions of. I don't know if they're worms or if they just. That's gross. I don't know. Took out like you know. I don't know chilies from a can and then made it look like it was a worm. Or, oh, I wouldn't surprise. I, I would know. not be surprised. I didn't know what these people were doing, or if they just you know. I, I shit. I don't know. But I'm just like I don't want to see another something in a napkin <laughs> with a picture. <laughs> oh and God. Say, like you know. Well, you should probably take a tablespoon of turpentine immediately. Oh you know? God. Just, that's the that's their answer for everything. That's I'm unacceptable. Like, I'm over it. That's. I'm glad you left the group. I mean, I almost wanted to say fuck you, people. Go to the doctor. God, really. Western medicine is not the worst thing in the planet please stop eating the herbs and drinking the, the chemicals you idiots go to jonestown and have some kool-aid <laughs> okay and no, here's the last one there delete that here's the last one uh the awkward runs in the family when i was a little girl i wanted to play some barbie games online or look at girl stuff so i went to girls.com <laughs> i went downstairs to my mom crying because i had to tell on myself <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't be that well when you're little you don't know you think oh i'll just go to girls.com there'd be all girl stuff there oh there was there was uh my little sister had something similar happen she wanted to look at new bikes in order to decide what which one to ask santa for so she went to dicks.com hoping to go to dicks sporting goods instead (laughs) she saw a lot of schlong and uh that is what happens when you're innocent and pure and have access to the internet. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. I know. Okay, girls.com is just try free call 1-800-TALK-LIVE. Yeah, but I'm sure it felt very salacious. And and who knows when this was. Obviously, it was years and years ago. Dicks.com. So, anyway. Oh, God. It does pull up Dick Sporting Goods. Well, now it does. It probably didn't back then. Oh, maybe they didn't own the site. Right. Anyway, um, so yeah, those are the Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. I mean, I don't, I learned a long time ago, do not look at anyone's search history. You're just asking for trouble. Just don't do it. You don't want to, you don't want to know. It's just bad. Yeah. And don't go to any recommended sites from a friend if you're naive sexually. Yeah. Like in your 20s. I did not know what scat was. So. Oh. I learned quickly. You learn very quickly. All right. Speaking of, it's time to say goodbye. Uh, We are going to take Sunday off. We're giving producer Dub a three-day weekend. So we will be back on Wednesday. We're hoping you guys have fantastic plans and uh, won't want to listen to us. So Yeah. Well, or you can catch up. Yeah. So do something great. Be safe. Do not try and light anything in your butthole or in your hand or anything like that. But if you do, send us the story so we'll read it and tell everybody. For heaven's sakes, God. (laughs) Don't buy fireworks from anyone with an eye patch and three fingers. (laughs) Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Stay safe and we will see you next Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. Yes. All right. Great. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.